0: you guys comfy dance and sour bottoms and confident
1: bottoms oh my god
0: okay it Are might you... not sound any different to you listening so just hear this excitement in my voice she's
1: over the moon y'all i am
0: a straight boner because guess what zachary guess motherfucking what well i know
2: fucking soundboard i've literally (laughs)
0: never been so excited wait we got a soundboard (laughs) (laughs) i am unwell wow that's good audience that's good enthusiasm it sounded very masculine it's like yeah but like did you want to hear No, that's a horror film. Well,
1: it's also what girls sound like when they get really excited. Thank you. I should know I was at the Taylor Swift concert.
0: (laughs) You were. Um, This is a huge deal. Big day for us, guys. We have a fucking soundboard. My life for editing and making this podcast just got infinitely better. Um, We've got some really, again, might be not exciting to you at all, but we've got new sounds. Dude. I'm like I said, it's a turning point for our segments. We will be playing them throughout so you guys can enjoy them and hear them for the first time and can you can they really get
1: ingrained in your head, and then, like we're kind of like subtly brainwashing you,
0: <laughs> so that later when you're just like out and about, you're like, yeah, you're like doing this housekeeping. um speaking of the first one, Bing bong! housekeeping now, I know that sounded like we just it did just that like we just did it. <laughs> Bones. housekeeping but it's an Bones. audio housekeeping. okay so this segment <laughs> what we always usually do is this is like our catch-up this is our housekeeping um so this is where we're just telling each other anything we need to update each other on that has nothing really to do with the episode thematically um i have got some a couple exciting housekeeping things spill them um we have confident bottom stickers oh my god i saw you designing them and they
1: look so cute and they're holographic Well, while y- that's awesome <laughs> you guys he stopped in his track well holog- holographic so it, it shimmers yes to me a hol- holographic image is like a three like it's coming at you oh but maybe i have that completely wrong this like a hologram
0: sparkly like how they put it's like it's not 3D. TLC together
1: okay teals the band or the channel the band hmm. which is the inspiration for the channel
0: okay um speaking of confident bottoms <laughs> speaking of confident bottoms i bought them because i wanted to see the quality before they ship them out mm-hmm. so i think the way we're going to do this is i'm going to receive them we're going to post about them and they are going to be donation based so if you I want me to that. send you one i'll lick the envelope myself maybe i'll have zach spit in it oh maybe i'll rub my wet butthole on <laughs> it
1: my my chronically wet Ew. stumps doctors who stumps doctors what's that like it stumps doctors as to why we are off today (laughs) doctor
0: stumping
1: oh sure doctor stumping
0: but wet butthole Butthole. and we'll give you we'll get you a confident bottom sticker (laughs) um also if you're watching this on youtube.com slash kelsey Dara, you'll notice we're in a different setup
1: and that should be enough for those of you who don't watch it to run to your computer and see like what crazy positions we're in right now my legs are behind my head like a pretzel yes and i am calling the police
0: (laughs) (laughs) um it's just more comfy we can actually like look at each other now when we're talking and i think for a lot of you guys have a lot one person on my tiktok was like post more of your (gasps) podcast on tiktok listen we will take
1: your demands yes. very seriously.
0: When the uh, when the crowd comes knocking, we f- go a-flocking. Yes. <laughs>
1: go a-chopping this bitch up. We, you will be getting more Also, video. I'm so curious to try one of the AI editors where it's like, give <gasps> yes. me... I think you can literally say, give me social media clips under a minute and you can give it keywords that you want. Yeah. So you remember we talked about, talk, tar- about farts. <laughs> talked about farts. You go... 30 second clip farts and like it whips up an edited
0: social media clip. I am all for ethical artificial intelligence when it helps people do their jobs easier. Yes. And if it's making more jobs in another way, I don't want everyone to be replaced and I don't want it to get into the wrong hands. Well,
1: we will find out very quickly that it is impossible to replace
0: Human Human beings
1: with AI. Well, it's just recycled information. But
0: I think the thought is that the world will become less personable. Like people were saying, well, salespeople will never get replaced because you're you you can't beat a friendly hug, a warm handshake. And I'm like, and the guy was saying, well, now the world is just going to expect less.
1: I personally like I'll take buying a car, for example. I detest the human interaction in that situation. (laughs) I would much rather discuss with a robot and barter with a robot who, like, has a bottom line and who doesn't play mind games with me. But
0: also a bottom, like, then it'll just become about, like, you know that AI has a bottom line. And you'd be like, you just fucking, you're relentless. You never let up Yeah, in your negotiations. I would
1: love that. Because with people, it gets all, like... They're like being like charming, but they're not. And they're Ego-y. like, oh, like my boss came back and we got to do the undercoat sealant. So that's going to be another $1,200. I'm like, what are you talking about?
0: Okay, so we're we're, we're semi-pro oh, AI.
1: but I do fully think uh-huh. that we will be so embarrassed mm. if AI leads to the destruction of mankind. Oh, it because will. It is literally the theme of every sci-fi movie from, like, the 90s.
0: Here's the thing. My ex, you know, works in AI morality. And the people he works with that are from, like, MIT, that work Mm -hmm. for the government, they said we've already surpassed it. The lead AI researcher at Google ju- for oh, the last 15 years just quit his job so that he could go and talk about the dangers of AI. I'm
1: I'm saying I think it could be one of those things like maybe we should shut it down before. It's too
0: late. It's already been plugged in.
1: Oh. We well, can't no. unplug it. Really? We can't destroy it. Okay, so then... I see. I hate this because we're gonna look back in 18 years and be like that. We really thought AI was gonna be an issue, <laughs> but that makes it sound like oh, TikTok, like it, oh, some AI is gonna be like I'm gonna destroy Russia, yeah, and then it's gonna like hack into our nuke codes uh-huh. and like send
0: nuclear weapons. That Correct. Way. I. Speaking of housekeeping. Housekeeping. The loudest thunder of all fucking time <gasps> happened tweet. the other night. I saw Did your, it happen? Your... Did you hear it? I was in San Jose. Bitch, when I tell you I shot out of bed at 3 22 in the morning thinking Russia's nuking us. Whoa. It shook my house. It shook <gasps> my windows. Car alarms were going off down the street. Dogs were barking. Fuck, that's Dude, we it don't was, get thunder and lightning. We don't. And I'm from Florida. Dude, you guys get. Like, insane yeah. storms. This scared me more than any thunder I've ever heard. And maybe it's because I was dead asleep. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> and we're Wa-pa! in Los Angeles. Yeah. But it was, it was like one that was like a fart, where it like starts like, crack, crack,
2: crack, boom!
1: And then <laughs> shit goes everywhere. like a
0: rocket!
1: <laughs> wow. That, so, there's nothing I love more than like, under the covers, movie on, lightning thunder outside uh-huh. but like yeah to be ripped from your slumber yeah no absolutely not sounds horrible oh while we were talking about confident bottoms oh a like a handful came to my shows in san diego and oh my san god, jose it, it worked and i was just like so overjoyed one um one of our confident bottoms sat in the front row maybe it <gasps> was with her boyfriend oh my
2: god and
1: so like it was just very sweet. So shout out to the confident bottoms who came oh my to God, my shows. Oh my gosh, we
0: plugged it being like, oh yeah. my God, I like, hope it let's works. See. And, and it, they
1: came. You know, someone even in London came.
0: That was dope. Yeah. Shout out to our Londoners because so, it's our goal to get back out there. And I think I think we might be able to actually do it later this year in October, maybe go back to London. That'd be insanely cool. Um, okay, but Bing housekeeping i have something to tell you that has nothing to do with this theme of this episode this week i received two of the biggest dick pics from two separate people i've ever seen in my fucking life
1: can i you should not have broached this if you aren't going to show me them now (sighs) well i see how cruel that is i do
0: have consent from one of them to show people but i didn't get consent from other ones are we doing that getting consent to show oh yeah
1: you have to you can't just be like check out this dick pic I got you think it's a, it's it's an invasion of privacy to show a disembodied dick to someone wait
0: disembodied like, why is it, the dick off the body well
1: to me a dick pic is locally on the dick yeah so but, unless there's an identifying feature there's right. no way I can link that to Fair. someone this person's face isn't it oh okay well then yeah
0: um so that was insane it was it was comical when I say it was Well over 11 inches. What? Dude, it looks like unwell. That's not safe for you. I was literally showing my girlfriends because I was like, can I please show you? And he kind of like, I think he gets off on it. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, go for it. And all of my girlfriends immediately went, no. Yeah, no, no. Like, absolutely no. Is it true that
1: girls do not crave length,
0: they crave width? Correct. Thickness. Girth. Yeah. Um... The second person who I didn't get consent from, so I won't show that to you, um, he had a kink that I had never heard of before.
1: Wait, wait. Give me a couple hints and I'll try if I can guess it.
0: Okay. Um, cell phone. Okay. <laughs> this, this clue might not make sense. Um, I guess cucking?
1: Okay. So maybe it's... Uh... Being on FaceTime while you, like, do something sexual?
0: He wanted me to call him when I was having sex with someone else. Oh, audio listen? Yes. But, like, keep it secret. Which I was like, is that immoral? Wait.
1: This is the person you're worried about getting consent to show me his dick pic? Yes. That's insane. (laughs) That's insane. He's, like, giving you proof that he does not care about consent.
0: Oh, good point. Because... He didn't tell me, he he wanted to make sure it was secret. He's like, the other guy can't know. Yeah,
1: there's no ethical or moral way right. of doing that.
0: I did, I did. And like, at first I was like, oh, that's hot. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, that feels invasive. And is that what he's getting off on? Is like knowing the other, is he getting off on the idea of me getting fucked and he's not there? So it's like a cuck situation. Or is it that he likes knowing the other guy doesn't know? The third option is you know
1: that everything is being said is being heard by him so i think that actually makes you more performative with that guy that you're with
0: Uh uh-huh because
1: you're like oh he can hear me yeah and you're gonna be like oh i'm gonna fucking give him a show
0: and it was i don't i still don't know where i stand on it also
1: i wouldn't trust that especially with someone i don't know because they for all you know could be selling audio porn or something oh my god you're so right Because that has to be out there. Real life audio of girls getting absolutely slammed. I hate that. I hate that.
0: Okay. And also
1: to me, like, again, feels kind of like a victimless crime. But like, obviously, I don't want it happening to anyone. Mm -hmm. And if it does happen, I want you to be the financial beneficiary. (laughs) Of something
2: like that. Yeah. But
1: like, obviously, I don't want anyone's. Pr- lines of like privacy to Being be crossed. crossed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Now that it feels a little bit more murky, and he was French, and I feel like the language barrier also was like, dude, when I tell you this man is so gorgeous, you're going to be like, Kelsey, fuck him. But like everything about like his kinks weren't aligned with mine. His French accent, like I couldn't fucking understand what he was saying when wait, he was. Wait, wait, like, yeah. What's the
1: realm in which you met these guys
0: online? And okay. me and him were like having phone sex yesterday, <gasps> but haven't met in the flesh. Uh uh-uh. uh. And, like, that's why I was kind of like, I kind of just want you to come over and have arms with me. But you want to do all this loop-de-loop-de circus So he games? could be a catfish, for all we know. He could. We should FaceTime him right now. Right. Oh. See if he with answers. The voice
1: dist- with the voice modifier. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: You guys, listen to this.
1: I could make my voice like this. Oh, okay, I'm literally getting hard. Or like
0: this. And it's soft again. And here we are. Time to do it's a podcast. Britney'd. Bitch! I don't
1: know why uh, mine doesn't mind work
0: Doesn't do it I'm, I'm so maybe sorry. my voice is
1: actually more powerful than the <laughs> than the modifier it's like we don't understand it's like that like pitch. I, that's not that's not human
0: um do you have any tittt talk I'm looking at it
1: is it this yeah, I made this recipe okay, why don't you this is while I eat it so I, I think one of, no, I was going to say the one of the main things I get from TikTok are recipes, mm. but, um, yeah, mm. it's so good. And it's like, not a shameful, it was literally one of those, like, do you have a sweet tooth, but don't want to like ruin your like calorie deficit or something like that. It was like Holy a, a, shit, like a kind of like a fitness girl, I guess, mm-hmm. or maybe she wasn't even a fitness girl, but she was just like. A treat that won't like throw your entire mm-hmm. diet off. Mm-hmm. And um, they're cookie dough protein bars. Oh my God. Dude, everything about them I love the consistency, the, the taste, the crunch
0: of the chocolate chip. Uh huh. Cause that's what you want when you're craving a sweet is like a bite. Oh, you see, that's what you're craving. Yes, right now. I love
1: cookie dough because it's sweet and salty. Mm. But, um, and this is dark. So, so the recipe is you blend two cups of oats, mm-hmm. turning it into oat flour. Amazing. Then you add peanut butter, maple syrup, a pinch of salt, splash of vanilla. And then you just keep adding dashes of milk until it's a dough, mm. like until it's mm-hmm. dough consistency. And you fold in chocolate chips, I did dark chocolate, and then you press it into like an eight by eight pan, pan mm-hmm. and then you let it set in the fridge. Oh, and it's then- no bake? No bake. Oh, And then you um, melt dark chocolate and a little bit of coconut oil. I should have used refined because you can. T- Did you taste coconut? No. Okay. Um, you can. I could kind of taste it, if but I, I think could, I knew I it. love it. Oh, okay. I love a
0: coconut flavor. So,
1: a little bit of coconut oil, dark chocolate, melt that, pour it over, and you kind of get to do that. Oh, it's so satisfying where you tilt the pan around and it like covers. And then you do um, little flakes of salt on top. Back in the fridge, and I made those two days ago, and oh I've just God. been,
0: I've just been cutting squares out. Can I pay you to make me a batch? Yes, this is incredible. That is one of the most glorious. Talk, talk, right? Oh yeah. So it's basic. So it's it's one of those things
1: where it's like no refined sugars. It's like hundred percent maple syrup, fresh peanut butter, like all these good things. And that's
0: no butter, no butter, no sugar, just maple syrup. well dark chocolate dark
1: chocolate Yes, but we don't i i and i love it because i do not shame myself for like peanut butter is like high calorie but it's not that it's like a natural
0: can i tell you what is gonna even lift your lid a little bit more and you may might want to do a batch with it cookie butter has the same amount of sugar as peanut butter i think you were high when you heard that i don't smoke drugs Okay, well,
1: you shoved a pill up your puss because that's, cookie butter has the same what? Amount of sugar as peanut butter. Oh, that could be. But it's like, cookie butter is like not made from nuts. Yeah, but I don't think it's as bad. As we think it is. Mm-hmm. From Trader Joe's. I mean, that would definitely like, don't Google, Google it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got to use it. That
1: is so funny. Don't, don't Google, Google
0: it. it. <laughs> but I think cookie butter is as healthy as peanut butter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hit it again don't, don't google, google it. it
0: i also like how it's just a little bit like tinny on the sound like it's just really yelling. don't google it
1: it's perfect
0: <gasps> oh my god zachary do you have any more housekeeping TikTok top mes t- t- or anything
1: um probably i had a really good show in san diego and san jose i said that already um i'm going to san diego tonight For two more shows. Oh
0: my God, tonight. Last
1: minute. Yeah, another comic strike. This comic had a fall, uh, a cancellation, and I was, he was like, Are you down? I was like, I'm available, but honestly, I just got back from driving from San Jose. It's a five hour drive. I was like, So if someone else drives, I'm down.
0: So they're, they're gonna, hell yeah, take me. Hell yeah. Which feels weird. You come back tonight? Yeah. Oh, great. I know. Um, I don't think, I think that's it. Oh, oh, oh.
1: A great,
0: scary tv show oh we got to get like a, a a recommendation button oh yeah like yeah what would it be even? guys like, give us a segment name for recommendations
1: yeah okay um it's called from
0: <gasps> i keep seeing the posters the, the posters and they're and they're fucking scary see, i think
1: the posters <laughs> actually look very
0: dumb no they I f- scare the shit out of me
1: it's like literally someone screaming and like so, like Someone a f- behind a, a
0: window. A freakish white kid. A pale ginger. Yes.
1: Okay, that part is scary. It just looks so campy, and it's actually not campy. It's a horror show, and the basic synopsis is all these random people have gotten stuck in this town that doesn't have, like, an exit to it. Like, if you leave town, you just show right back up in town. Yikes! And at night, <gasps> these people come out of the woods and absolutely tear you to part, no. Tear you apart. And their whole thing is, like, if they can get you out of your house... That's when they kill you. So they'll show up as people you know at the window and be like, it's grandma. Come open the
0: window, Megan.
1: And it, but when I tell you it's so gory, like they rip these people to shreds. It's
0: on what? AMC? On Prime.
1: That's where I'm watching it.
0: You love a horror film. I I love, it's
1: a horror TV show and it's season two just started airing. So I'm watching season one right now. That's
0: it. Okay, cool. Should we get into this? week's episode topic i'm actually really excited about this i think i am too
1: (laughs) it'll feel very cleansing i think to talk about
0: but before we do let's go to an ad break confidant sober girlies are you looking to cut back or cut Take a slash Kelsey. Each can is lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like so many stress balancing adaptogens made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt free way to unwind. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or, like me, your forever mocktail. I am so obsessed with the Ginger Lime Mule and also the Grapefruit Paloma for spring. It's my favorite go-to weekend drink. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at TakeArecess.com slash Kelsey so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Now, I know what you're thinking, Kelsey. When did you become obsessed with cowboy boots? Well, did you forget that I was raised in Florida? Are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart? I even wore my tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado. I wore my white tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert. And if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon, uh, might I remind you that Beyonce. Just dropped her little country album, and you're gonna need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers, with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacovas is Western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tecova's delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And we're back. What an ad. Um, wait, wait, is that okay that you, is that the coming back sound? No, that's the going away sound. You like spoke over it. That's okay. Okay. When I when I insert the ads, I'll make sure it doesn't hit my voice. Okay.
1: Um, just looking up for my number one girl.
0: I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> guys, we're talking about jealousy.
0: jealousy. That wasn't a button. That was us just talking at the same time.
1: Is envy the same thing?
0: Why would you do that to me?
1: Sorry. Don't, Don't Google it. <laughs>
0: no idea <laughs> well
1: i just hear like green with jealousy right isn't that I think, the phrase
0: i think envy and jealousy are the same thing
1: don't, don't google, google it, it. um oh, I, we both say it with
0: it it's four of us that's too many of us <laughs> <laughs> we could do one or the other not both at the same time um what are your experiences or your biggest feelings of jealousy you've ever had with your life, like, does something immediately come to mind? Because I mean, we've never done an episode specifically on jealousy, which is what I'm, like, really excited about.
1: I'm also realizing, too, like, we're kind of a self-help podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which I love.
1: That's
0: how I was gonna follow it up. Yeah, with. this is like definitely a mental health society and culture. And I I'm gonna go out
1: on a limb and say it's the funniest one out there. But, <laughs> okay, take it back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> People I'm not I'm gonna lie, gonna I hurt. thought that was
0: applause.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it didn't it didn't make sense at all. I'm here for it. Okay, so jealousy. The first thing that comes to mind is when I was a little scared queer boy. Wow. Hilarious, Kelsey. (laughs) The way you
0: said little.
1: Little scared queer boy in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh I was so jealous of girls who got to play with Barbies and like (gasps) lean into femininity and like be happy and joyous because like those were labeled as like, Gay, you know what I mean. Like a boy, if a boy had those traits, he was gay, Uh and I was gay, but I was scared to be Uh gay. I don't want to be different, so I was so jealous Mm -hmm. of girls, yeah, because they got to be well. And the thing is, girls were probably also pretending to an extent. The girls who didn't want to be Barbie girls and stuff like that. So, like, was anyone happy? Back then, but I was just like, "I'm going to stop listening to podcasts if you keep doing that." Sorry. Um,
0: (laughs) today's day one. Okay, just let me get it out of my system. True, true.
1: But um, yeah, girls are the first one, and then like to launch to jump to today. I thought you were about to hit it again. I was literally about (laughs) to like reach across the thing. (laughs) I was just
0: scooting it closer.
1: Um, Now the thing I fall into, Mm -hmm. and the thing I have to constantly remind myself is that there is no happiness in me comparing myself to Mm. others and that to me is jealousy where I'm cherry picking things about people that they have or that they they were born with Mm. and being sad that I don't have those things or those traits
0: the thief of happiness yes
1: so Mm. like obviously I feel there's uh, there's comedian i'll just say taylor tomlinson she's a friend and a wildly successful comic Mm -hmm. she's 29 and she's about to film her third hour for netflix crazy and it's just like the the automatic thing is like oh i'm jealous but Hmm. then i'm like wait no i like first of all someone said this a while ago amy poehler i think (gasps) you can't be jealous of just one thing you have to be jealous of their whole existence oh because if you do if you cherry pick it literally will drive you insane you could do it
0: for everything and everybody
1: yeah taylor grew up it like with a lot of like religious trauma and like her i feel like she said her dad hasn't even watched her specials (gasps) like you know what i mean like she has a different life like she had a different life to get where she was and like there's nothing for me in mm-hmm. comparing myself to her story.
0: That is like one of those mind blowing tidbits that will stay with me forever. Cause I think it was also Amy puller that, or it was either her or Tina Fey that said good for her, not for me. Yeah. That was like the same thing of like, also being like, that's amazing for her. Yeah. It's not for me. It's not obviously, I can be so amazed for her. Yes. And it's, it, that has nothing to do with me, but like, what you just said will blow my mind forever is that you have to be jealous of the whole thing Uh because I'll never forget when I was in a cab with Quinta Brunson from BuzzFeed Days and she was showing me her friend and I just like I had been I was jet lagged I looked like ass and I was just like that girl is so pretty like she must have no problems in her life like how lucky is she that like to be that hot in this world huge trap you and Quinta was like you don't know what her problems are. Exactly. Like, of course she has problems. Oh. It's all relative. Oh. Like she just because she's this pretty doesn't mean she's not doesn't experience pain and trauma Dude. and like find something to be upset about. And that's the same onus is like, "Oh my god, you have to be jealous of the whole thing." It, and you don't
1: know. It, you don't know. And there are two things you just said there that spawn. One is I think we do this to hot people a lot is that we assume that their life is perfect because mm-hmm. they're so hot. Trust me when I say Hot people never know if someone's just being kind to them to Ooh. be kind, or if they're trying to fucking literally fuck them. Ooh. Like we we don't know what it's like to be well, <laughs> we do a little bit. No, but we we.
0: we you, you, I was like, be careful where. I know, no, I, mean, I know, but we you, are fucking ugly. You,
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, like you were saying, there's a girl that you deemed hotter yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah. Also, like hot to someone not hot to another person wherever
0: there's a hot person i'll show you someone that's tired of fucking them Yep, that's mm-hmm.
1: an iconic quote Which from it's a like misogynist a little
0: mean um but i'm saying but it's, it's just
1: it's just accurate and then oh fuck i lost the other one you might oh, find oh, it oh,
0: oh here it is pain
1: is like a gas a small amount can fill a room so like okay it's not a fart and if you touch <laughs> that soundboard i'm taking it away <laughs> Uh, but all to say, like, a little bit of gas fills out the room. Mm. So it's just like their problems still feel monumental to them.
0: Mm. Because
1: if they're not happy with something, that unhappiness often takes over.
0: It will fill the biggest
1: part of your mind because it's still pain. Like, do you remember? Can you think of something that literally drove you insane or? Yes. Yes
0: but now it doesn't all the time now it doesn't you can't even like i can't even find that feeling anymore yeah yeah
1: so anyway hot people suck
0: yeah um (laughs) (laughs) when i think of jealousy it really for me that i can remember that like painful jealousy started in high school with similar to you people that were out Mm. which for me it was girls that were able to be like this beautiful mix of queer, masculine and feminine, and like people liked them. And I was just like, so even still today, I'm like, I have this fear that I'm too masculine sometimes. And so I was so focused on femininity in high school. And this is so embarrassing to admit, (laughs) can't wait. (laughs) My first boyfriend in high school, was always hanging around this girl who we were all kind of starting to become friends with. She went to a different high school. So we would like go to her house or her apartment to party or something. She had an apartment.
1: Her own? In
0: high school. It was weird. And she was gorgeous, funny, cute, like outgoing. And they got really close. And I remember being so fucking jealous of her and being so fearful of like, what does she have that I don't? And Zachary, when I tell you, Uh-oh. I had just gotten a guitar in Uh-oh. high school. And, and you made hit a her song. with it? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I wrote a fucking song and like called her and was like, hey, <laughs>
1: can I sing you a song? Yes. Oh, Kelsey. <laughs>
0: like earnestly oh. singing to her and she was so nice about it. And like, I couldn't remember any of it for the life of me now. Oh, it's in there somewhere, but it was very Taylor Swift strumming like four chords and singing. Why does she have something? I don't. And she's got something. I don't. Wait,
1: How did you preface this? Like I've been feeling like, yes, you are something to my boyfriend that I'll never yes. be.
0: And like, Little she did wear I know. She
1: wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts correct. Or She's cheer
0: captain, I'm on the bleachers. Yeah. And little did I know later, he did cheat on me with her. <gasps> but at the time, I didn't know that. And no, I but feel like. I, it sounds like you did. It seems like I knew it was coming. And I'll never forget. She was so nice to me about it. She was like, wow, that was really good. You're so talented. And then she went and told all these girls like, so she sang me a song. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is the agreement. That if you do something weird, you're gonna get.
0: <gasps> oh my god, you're gonna get talked about. I like literally, I've never told this story because it's so embarrassing. But that's what jealousy does to you. Um, but I want to tell you a little bit behind the science of jealousy, Zachary, because it's a complex emotion. It involves feelings of insecurity, fear, anger, anxiety, and or resentment. Uh, researchers define jealousy as a threat to relationships that come from some sort of external source. Usually Um, it can be directed at almost anything real or perceived. So you could like make up an entire story in your head and create jealousy. We love stories. We love to do that. Um, It is mostly being made up by a series of negative emotions around anger, sadness, and fear. And what we know, though, about this is that it is an important function in terms of protecting the self. And in instances of romantic or friendship jealousy, it's your brain trying to protect the relationship but giving it out the wrong way um so there, oh okay yeah so like basically being like it's like
1: i want to preserve this
0: i'm trying to protect but this my is brain a red flag, or
1: this is like an, a yellow yes, flag i'm
0: perceiving this as a threat even though it might not actually be sure you have to take a moment to go this is my brain trying to protect it's making me feel threatened for some reason sure and again this also i should caveat and like little asterisk to say this does not apply to abusive relationships obviously because people that gaslight that intentionally abuse emotionally or physically like obviously we're not talking about this this is if you're like in a in a you know standard neutral healthy relationship sure Um, or you in like jealousy flares up yes which it does for everybody even i in a open ethically non-monogamous poly situation can experience jealousy um, according to scientists, there are seven different types of jealousy. So there is romantic.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess them. <laughs> okay. Romantic. Uh huh. Platonic. Uh huh. Work based. Um, like um, peer. I don't really know
0: how to. I don't know. I how. I guess I shouldn't
1: have guessed them. You yeah, bad tell. idea.
0: Okay, so there's romantic jealousy that feel like threats to romantic relationships. Um, re- rational and reactive jealousy. Is that the same one? N- no, this is based on something concrete, such but as, rational
1: reactive. Is that the same? Oh yes, yes, okay, yes, okay. yes.
0: Sorry. Um, so that is based on something that's actually concrete uh-huh. with some sort of evidence, right? So like jealousy you got about something I didn't. Yes, or like I saw text messages of that girl saying, "I want to fuck you," <gasps> and now I feel jealous because she said that to you, and you know it, and, and it's you concrete. Didn't tell me. There's familial jealousy, which is based on family bonds. For example, it can come up when one sibling feels like the other is getting more attention. Or if someone's left more money to someone than someone else. There's sexual and suspicious jealousy based on fears that partners have cheated or engaged in inappropriate communication. There's power jealousy. So that one is work in relation to your career. Uh, Retroactive jealousy. Resentment. Which is a preoccupation with a partner's past. Um, so oh, it could be, that, sound,
1: that feels so fucked up. It could be it's their like,
0: previous relationship of
1: how you treated your last yes. girlfriend,
0: uh, or the behaviors that they engaged in during those relationships. And then pathological jealousy based on irrationality and likely comes with a core more comorbid mental health diagnosis.
1: I have no idea what comorbid means. Comorbid
0: means it's existing at the same time. So like comorbidities is like someone with diabetes and comorbidities, which means like they have diabetes and high cholesterol and heart palpitations or.
1: So it's like intersectionality with, (laughs) with ailments.
2: Don't Don't Google Google it. it.
0: (laughs) Um, so. That was
1: an appropriate time for that and enough time had passed since the last one.
0: Thank you. So you're already getting really good at it. Thank you. Leo's cuddling with me. Yes, he is. Um. I thought this part was really interesting. You know, I love the science behind an emotion and a feeling because it helps me understand it better. Yeah, that's so, so weird. Let's that you break like it down. That...
1: <laughs> I just like to let my feelings fly. Yeah,
0: you, you're you just like all emotion. Yeah. No time to sit back and break it down. You, you've lit, set it free. See, I see this like a as dog like... on the
1: prairie. Like...
0: <laughs> I could only think of poop when you say that. <laughs> I see this as a time to... Like I was never good at math. So I like taking this and breaking it out like on a piece of paper, like an equation. Oh, that's
1: it's so important to write down your thoughts and issues. I do thought cycles on a piece of paper. And like,
0: this is just another. Because you're like, why? Yes. Why? Exactly. Why? Exactly.
1: Why? And then at the end, you're like, oh, wow. Yes. Because I'm afraid of this thing because of this crazy other thing. Yes.
0: So we're going to break down the equation of jealousy. (laughs) So jealousy is not a chemical reaction that occurs in the brain. It is a complex emotion that arises from a combination of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. However, research has shown that jealousy can be associated with changes in levels of certain neurotransmitters in the brain, such as dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. Mm. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter that is associated with pleasure and reward. A lot of people think of that as like serotonin, but that's actually dopamine. Um, studies have shown that people who are prone to jealousy may have higher levels of dopamine in their brain, which can lead to increased sensitivity to rewards and the perception <gasps> of threats to their relationships. So if you are someone it is experiences pleasure really easily with rewards. So like, if I do this, I'll have that piece of cake. Right. Or like if I, you know, um, if I, do a good job on my test. I'm gonna be high all day for the rest of my day. You might actually be prone to experiencing jealousy more than a person with less dopamine because your brain has increased se- sensitivity to a reward system. So
1: you see someone getting something and you know what that feels like, and you're like, oh
0: no, oh. it's that you feel a reward when you feel a jealousy feeling. Ew. Yes. Yeah, so it's not necessarily doesn't make sense. But your brain's going, this is a moment that you're tapping into an increase in dopamine. So, yes, this feels good to you to feel a little jealous.
1: I'm just finding out now, I guess, that dopamine can fuel negative feelings. Yes. Well,
0: that's drug addiction. Yeah. Even though it's ruining your life, you're addicted to this feeling of something negative. Um, So then serotonin, another neurotransmitter that is involved in regulating mood. And research has suggested that low levels of serotonin might be associated with increased feelings of jealousy. That's because serotonin helps us to regulate impulsive behavior and emotional responses. And when levels are low, individuals may be more likely to experience these intense emotional reactions such as jealousy cut to kelsey doing an ice bath every day (laughs) and that's training me not to feel that yeah exactly it levels out your serotonin i dead ass think that like i've become a better person all around because i've been chilling out my fucking um listen i know the
1: world is a better place when you are submerged in that water (laughs) for three minutes at a time you know i'm not
0: cussing yeah like
1: we're all safe right now Yeah, for
0: these three minutes, everyone in their home just gets a, sh- a chill of like uh, comfort. I can go outside. <laughs> okay. And then finally, oxytocin is a hormone that is involved in social bonding and trust. And research has suggested that it may play a role in the experience of jealousy as well. Studies have shown that higher levels of oxytocin are associated with greater trust in romantic relationships and lower levels of oxytocin may be associated with with increased feelings of jealousy and suspicion. So all of that to say, if you find yourself being someone who freaks out when your boyfriend likes another girl's Instagram photo or starts following a fucking IG model or talks to the waiter in a cute way or your your girlfriend at the gym is, is flirting with that dude, whatever, you need to reset your motherfucking nervous system. Wow. If you're finding yourself... Easily, constantly, and consistently flying off the handle with sure. relational jealousy. Baby, get in an ice bath.
1: We have a mutual friend who is dealing with this right now. Oh, Don't really? say it. Um, I have and, anger who you're talking about. Okay, great. And uh, they, their partner is so easily triggered. <laughs> so easily triggered.
0: By every little thing. Every little thing. You need to be resetting that nervous system also like on my personal
1: journey like i like to think about other people as little as possible
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean that in a healthy way i know you didn't mean it as a joke (laughs) but you sitting there stroking the cat like an evil villain being like i like to think of people People as little as 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 possible possible. Um, very funny but it's just like i don't like
1: because it doesn't also come down to like if you trust Yes, your person, Mm -hmm. you aren't as easily triggered. You're like, so I just trust that, like, yeah, they like that message from that person, but they're not doing anything. They're just placating that person
0: or whatever. That is 100 percent like to me, a pillar of foundation in experiencing jealousy less However, that does feel like a lot of someone else's thing. Like a lot of people like to blame jealousy on someone else's actions. Well, if you just respected that my boundary to do this, then blah, 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 blah. Well, you keep doing this. And it's like, I go back to my fucking favorite saying that I learned during my breakup. I am only responsible for my own emotions. Yeah. So if I'm feeling jealousy, how can I communicate to the other person in a way that doesn't worsen the problem that I am feeling jealous and Hey, I need some words of affirmation. Hey, I'm feeling, I'm having a little jelly moment. Can I explain to you why? And maybe you can calm my nerves a little bit with me. Hey, will you do some breath work with me? Like so it keep is it on you. Yes. Keep it on you. Again, this is not applied to abusive or um, toxic relationships. But this is a step that you can take in in towards of um, changing your relationship if you're finding yourself feeling these little moments.
1: Yeah. And if you're in an abusive relationship, the best thing you can do is find a friend and murder the person. Yeah. Yeah. Pay them. That's to for murder sure them. our stance on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of police. The police coming. <laughs> That's the sound
0: of the police. Um, okay, so there is a book that I think I probably recommended a bunch because uh, I was just finishing rereading it called The Ethical Slut.
1: Oh, yes. Great which book.
0: is so fucking good for anyone that has questions about open Navigating, relationships yeah. and, and dating multiple people, but is always afraid of the number one thing I get is experiences with jealousy. I could never let my partner do this. I'm just so fearful that... I would be jealous da da da. da. Well, chapter 13 is going to be your favorite chapter because it is all about teaching you how to rewire your brain to think about jealousy. So, I have some steps from the book a little jelly. Yes.
1: Did you say who the book is from?
0: By made by two women. Okay. Who are lovers and co-authors. Uh, I love yeah. two women. Um, the first step is to acknowledge and accept one's feeling of jealousy rather than trying to suppress, suppress or deny them. Yeah. So just notice it and go, you know, that fucking feeling, bitch, you know, that gurgly tummy tightening feeling when you go, <gasps> oh my
1: God. does that, is she pretty? There's this? also a thing of like, that's with anything. It's like how you should see your thoughts as clouds passing in the sky, like, mm. or the weather, like, yeah, the weather is happening. I can't control it. I'm just watching it change. And it's
0: hard when you feel it in your body because that makes it feel more real. Of course. Instead of a thought that's like, I want a cookie. Well,
1: yes, which (laughs) is actually my constant inner monologue. But um, that whole like it, it, it brings you into the present in the worst way possible. And it makes you feel like you're going to feel like that forever.
0: And it's hard work. This is it's so much easier to just feel jealous which yep. we've talked about before. It's so much easier to just go, I don't know. This is just my brain just does this. I don't know. I don't have any control. This, this is just how I am. It's like, no, that's bitch. not acceptable. That's not acceptable. Not with the resources we have today. No, I love
1: the concept of gaining control over my emotions. God, I need
0: it. Obsess. Love. Um. The second step is to identify the root causes of jealousy, such Mm. as insecurity or Mm. an unmet need. So going back to what you were saying, Zach, of like, yeah, but shouldn't the other person, like, shouldn't you trust them and feel that? It's like, yes, okay. So where are we on the scale of trust? You're not going to be able to stop hating the fact that your boyfriend likes another girl's Instagram photo if you don't get back to the root problem, which is that you do not feel safe in the relationship. Yep. Yep, And that might not be your own fault. It might be someone else's actions and doing, but- You've also got to take responsibility for that need being unmet and vocalizing it. That is your job.
1: Absolutely. And also, like, take inventory of, like, there are probably hot guys look-
0: liking your shit.
1: So it's just <laughs> like, yeah, I, we both experience this. Yes. I'm the one taking it to a negative place.
0: Even the most fucking seasoned veterans of open relationships and non-monogamy experience jealousy. They are just masters of correcting their emotions
1: it's scary i think once you've built a life with someone mm-hmm. and then like oh like yeah someone could come along that is a better fit for them or someone mm-hmm. that they like that you don't see it and it's like yeah there's gonna be these like pitfalls there
0: are i have said this from day one i had to accept that there are gonna be bitches hotter than me that jared was sleeping with and that's just like I don't again think so though. hotness is subjective you don't get to see all of them and like that doesn't mean just because they are what I perceive to be as like so- socially hotter than me, does not make him love me any less. Totally. Um, the third step there's is there's to enough com- DJ dick to go around. I never need another DJ. Uh, I swipe left on all of them burr, on these burr, burr, dating apps. <laughs> the third step is to communicate openly and honestly with one's partners about the jealousy while taking. Re- <laughs> responsibility for one's own emotions
1: that's the thing and that's the thing with the mutual friends like this mutual friend would see uh, or the partner would see the thing and like fly off the handle Ooh. and it's like no 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 no. there are so many steps that between, you're skipping yeah mm-hmm. getting this upset
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like let's talk about it because you're the one feeling this way mm-hmm I'm not feeling this
0: way. And I I this was another tidbit from therapy that I learned that stuck with me forever is like as a partner my job is to know their hard edges and soft spots mm-hmm. and protect them. If I know that this action or thing is going to maybe maybe crack into that person's like sadness or isolation. like going on a date
1: on Sunday night when you think you're going to curl up and watch TV shows. What together. can I
0: do to reassure that person that, Hey, why don't we grab breakfast Monday morning? Yeah. Or, Hey, can we go get like cuddle on Sunday morning instead? Like that's my job as a partner is to be like, I am thinking about you in yes. a way that I don't have to do this thing, but if I want to keep you feeling secure and feel a secure attachment, I, I should do these yeah. things.
1: And that's the thing too. And that's why I feel like I oversimplify relationships. But also having been the year that listens to a lot of friends deal mm-hmm. with these things. I'm just like, listen, it sounds like you are prepared mm-hmm. to give a lot more than this person is. And it's just like, you need to, this is why I do inventories constantly. Like, are my needs being met? am I vocalizing these needs? Mm. Have I had to say this like more than once? And it's like, yes. listen, like, and I told the guy once, I was like, I'm going to stick it out as long as I can. But right now I'm having an issue with bling.
0: And I think like a, something I've heard recently from friends, cause I'm doing the same thing where I'm like, God, I just got out of my fucking shit. Now I'm like, oh, now I can help other people. Yeah. <laughs> Is I'm hearing someone use like therapeutic language to justify their jealousy of being like I'm deserving of setting this boundary and it's like yeah you totally are and it's a hundred percent the other person's right to not accept that boundary and you guys don't have to be in a relationship yeah and you guys go your separate ways but knowing that that's what the boundary you're putting up is the unwillingness to work through the feeling of insecurity that's you have to accept that. Yeah.
1: It's like if you put up, it's like putting up traffic cones versus putting up like a steel bar that will keep <laughs> a car from going. It's yeah. like, can you move the traffic cones? Yeah. Or like are is this a dead end? Yeah.
0: Are you gonna crash and die? Yeah. Um, the fourth step is to work together with one's partner to find solutions and address the underlying causes of the jealousy, such as through setting boundaries and or seeking reassurance. Um, so exactly kind of what we talked about mm-hmm. is once you can Um, like approach your partner, and this is actually something I experienced with Sir. Is I was like, hey, through this book, I learned about this thing called like having a jelly moment with your partner of being like, hey, I just want to, can I have a jelly moment to just like kind of spew and say like some of the things that like, oh, my tummy gets tight of when I think about this, that, and this. And he said, well, isn't that something that you could talk to like Zach about or your therapist or your sister? And I went, the fuck no, I want to talk about it with you. I should be able to talk about it with you. And it wasn't that he didn't want me to be able to have someone to talk to about it. It was that he was worried his reaction was then going to be, well, I don't want to hurt you. So I'm just not going to do it. Forget about it. Like, oh. I, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. So it's better if we just don't. Oh, and Wait, was I, he
1: saying like you wanted, he, he wanted to be the last line of defense. Like he wanted you to talk
0: things out yes. first yeah kind of and like if I went and talked to you about it and my therapist and my friends and then I was still like hey I we need to talk we need this is obviously a problem if I've done these steps yeah that's when I think he would want to hear about it versus like if I'm vocalizing oh I just feel a little jealous that she's prettier than me he could go no I'm obsessed with you you're like the prettiest person ever it's like that's fine. That's easy. Yeah. But he was worried that he himself wouldn't be able to go. I can't stand the thought of hurting you like that kills me. Oh. So I'd rather just not do it. So even I had to go, oh, wow, that was a way I hadn't thought about it. Sure. So there's like compromise and there's fluctuation with that.
1: Um. Also, I will say because it sounds like that's like kind of a I think everyone in a relationship to do like relationship check-ins Ooh. like minimum every six months love. And if that scares you, I think that's a big red flag.
0: hundred percent. And again, I can't recommend um, the ethical slut enough. Um, and then before we wrap up, we actually have a write in question about jealousy. So I figured <gasps> we you could
1: read it in a different voice though. Oh my God.
0: I thought you would never fucking ask.
2: Okay. So, hey guys. So I have been in a straight relationship with this guy. He's 23. I'm 26 for about two years now. He told me about a year ago, he wants to sleep with other people. (laughs) Sorry. I'm laughing because Zach's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) is it the voice yes it's
1: so funny to me
2: (laughs) unfortunately i am a bit of a jealous type the idea of him pleasing other women makes my stomach turn the only reason i feel quote bad about it oh about saying no is that he's had very very little sexual experience where i have a ton whole phase in college and he never went to college i care about him a lot so i understand his desire and want to make him happy and i wanted to see if y'all had any advice since y'all are two very open-minded people edit we've already tried a threesome didn't work, I kind of broke down watching him have sex with another woman right in front of me and will try swinging soon to see if me having a partner at the same time helps distract my brain. It might just be my insecurity keeping me from letting him have a good time. We will also be trying to bring a penis owner into bed with us as per his request.
1: I love that. Oh, my God. That, that was, was so the fun. Best, that was the best possible ending. Yeah. Because I love hearing that he is open to a penis owner. Because
0: he's like, bitch, you, you deserve some opposite sex or stuff, too. Or
1: maybe he wants I love some same sex stuff.
0: I am so glad we got this question because it literally just goes back to the mapping of all the things we talked about. Yeah. So it's like seeing you break down or seeing knowing that you break down seeing him please another woman. Let's go. Let's go to the root of that. Yeah. Where's the insecurity there? What can you ask from him and of yourself to make you feel more secure in that? I feel like so much of jealousy,
1: especially in this issue where it's like, oh, he's pleasing this other woman. It's a scarcity mentality.
0: Bitch, I wrote that motherfucking down. I mean, there is an idea that him giving means you get less. Yeah. And it's just not, it's literally not almost never true. And scarcity mindset. We are built in with it and we don't even realize it because we're shoved monogamy down our throats. Yeah. And survival and that this person is mine. I am theirs. But imagine being able to say good for her, not for me. Totally. And you're so right with the scarcity mindset thing. It's like, freakishly. And it reminds me also too about this amazing word that I learned when I first started ENM is compersion, which is happiness for the other person. So being like instead of breaking down, you're centering yourself very much in that, which is totally fine. I completely get that mm-hmm. innate reaction. But what if you went, I am so happy for him that he is getting to finally experience this moment. And how lucky is
1: this girl? Cause I know how great he is. Yes. And like also, it's called Mudita in a Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, experiencing pleasure and the joy and success of others. Yes. Um, I also like, like for me, like, and it's so interesting to say this as someone who grew up Catholic and refused to believe in God, but like, I do have overarching faith in the realm of like, either you're learning something or you're like- No, you're always learning something, basically. Yeah. Events aren't good or bad. So, like, you have to exercise the thought that your loved one, the worst thing could happen. Sure. To you. Sure. In your mind, the worst thing could be that this guy falls in love with me when you bring me into the bedroom. (laughs) And that could happen. But also, like, you have to just trust that, like, if that happens, then it wasn't meant for
0: God, yes. you. It,
1: and there yes. really is so much solace in that because it's just like, I can't change these facts. Like nothing. And aren't you glad you would figure that out yes, now? Yes, the sooner the better.
0: Because knowing that that's always going to be in the back of your yep. mind would drive me fucking crazy. And that's why like a, that to go even deeper
1: self-love is mm. so important. It's the only long-term monogamous relationship you will for sure have till the day you die is with yourself
0: how oh, it's beautiful
1: you know <laughs> you know you are your ride or die so it's just like and I always reframe things too with that because it's like I don't experience jealousy because I know how I cool I am yeah um so I'm just like these people are so these guys are so lucky I'm mm. giving them a chance
0: at dating. Zachary, that's all we have for this week. Okay. Can you believe... I loved it. We did a whole episode with our new soundboard. Yeah, I'm thrilled for us as a team. Um, Confidants, if you like this... Please tell us.
1: Rate and review it. Well, maybe we'll start reading reviews. On, on, I, I like that in other podcasts. That's
0: funny because we could talk about some ones that are not so
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe not though. Dig but, inside but ourselves deep and face the facts. Rate five stars. If you're not going to rate five stars,
0: please don't rate this Stop at all. listening, in fact. Honestly, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, that's it for this week. Confidants, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Was that like the most fun thing for you?